I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. In what might be the most disappointing week for Matt in a while, I don't even know if it's actually disappointing, if just more enraging... More Bioware problems. Yup. <laughs> Here we are. It's Friday, December 4th, which means this is the Gamers 2 Podcast. Your weekly roundup and news and com- for news and commentary in the video game industry. And anything else that might pique our interest. Like Bioware crashing and burning. More. <laughs> Maybe that's a at the rate we could do we could have a shtick where when a developer is is on the uh the downslope that we just, you know, call them dead at some point or you know the old developer flatline. Yeah. Whiteboard. <laughs> I'm calling it. The time is. Oh, good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to call it the time of death. It's or we December. could have like, um, what the fuck's the clock? Doomsday clock? Yes. For each developer? <laughs> yes. No, Bethesda's real close. Or sorry. Well, Bethesda's close, but. Well, I think if anything, Bethesda got turned back. They did a little bit. The Microsoft removed our Doomsday thing, but Bioware mm-hmm. uh, running towards it. Yeah, we're at like, what is it like? Eleven fifty nine. We're at we're at the zero hour. Yeah, nine a.m. Rocket Man. <laughs> I don't know if anybody's gonna remember the beginning of Rocket Man, but zero hour nine a.m. Anyway, uh, yeah, the eventual news. Yeah, the eventual news first. First, as always, we must know what new releases are coming out. So we may educate our minds. Have come out. Have come out. Not has. Might. Have. Whatever. Exist. Allegedly, according to this list. (laughs) Kronos Before the Ashes for PC, PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, and Stadia. Empire of Sin for PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Still uh, holding off on that one for right now just because I've been busy with some other things. Rainbow Six Siege for PS5 and Xbox Series X. Red Dead Online, the break-off, just online part, coming to PC, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. Number five, Twin Mirror, Lost on Arrival for PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Number six, Worms Rumble for PC, PS5, and PS4. 
pardon me. Every time we go to start recording, I got hiccups. I got just gaseous things in my body. You're welcome for hearing that. Number seven, <laughs> Fortnite, Chapter 2, Season 5 for PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One, and the Switch. Number eight, Sam and Max Save the World Remastered for the PC and Switch. That was a game that I don't know if you remember, but we talked about, I think it was during the Summer of Games because Keeley brought it up. It was a Sam and Max game, and he was like, it's one of my favorite games. And I ain't heard shit. I didn't even hear about it this week until I grabbed the list. Mm-hmm. I was like, it's a thing. It exists. Number nine, Death Tales on the Switch. Is that like DuckTales? But... Is it death. does it have ducks in it? Or is it just death? I hope just death. Number 10, <clears throat> El Hijo. Hijo. El Hijo. Hijo. A Wild West Tale. My Spanish is not that great. For PC and Stadia. Number 11, Immortals Phoenix Rising. For PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and Stadia. That game exists. I'm going to look up the Metacritic for it. For Phoenix Rising? It's, uh... I say it exists because it feels like it was announced yesterday. Yeah, I feel like it just came out. It was like, hey, we announced it. Hey, we changed the title. Hey, it's out. Were the last three press releases that I remember seeing for it. Number 12, Morbid, The Seven Acolytes for PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Number 13, Phoenix Point, Year One Edition for PC. Number 14, Sheeran, The Wanderer, The Tower of Fortune, and The Dice of Fate for PC. Number 15, Startup Panic for the PC. Number 16, Taiko no Tatsushin, Rhythmic Adventure Pack for the Switch. Number 17, Tinkertown PC. Number 18, Commandos 2 HD Remaster for the Switch. Number 19, Dark, spelled D-A-R-Q, Complete Edition for the PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Number 20, Dragon Quest XI S, Echoes of an Elusive Age, Definitive Edition for PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Oh my god. Number 21, FIFA 21 for PS5 and Xbox Series X. Number 22, Fitness Boxing 2 Rhythm and Exercise for the Switch. Number 23, John Wick Hex comes to Xbox One and Switch. Number 24, Madden 21 makes its way to the current generation of PS5 and Xbox Series X. And number 25, Suzerian. That's not how that's written. Suzerain. Suzerain? Suzerain for PC. Sure, sounds good. (laughs) (laughs) That was a rough one. It was a long list, and I didn't think it was that long until I started reading. All right, so Immortals, Phoenix Rising. Uh, I'm just seeing a PS5 and Xbox Series X um, listing. I don't know what else. It came out on everything, right? I listed everything. Yeah. Uh, the user score is 6.5. Out of 10. Yep. And the uh, critic score is 76 on the PS5 version and 83 on the Series X version. Out of 100. So a 7 point whatever and an 8.3. Yep. A little higher on the critic side. Yeah. Interesting. Not surprised usually. I'm not surprised one way or the other usually. Higher on the user side, I can guess why. Higher on the critic side, I can guess why. I just assumed it would tank, but clearly I was mistaken. I didn't assume it would tank, but I'm expecting interest to be low. 
where it might be one of those like, hey, it's a good game, but you're not going to hear people talking about it. Mm-hmm. Even like into March, I don't think you're going to hear people talking about it because people will still be realizing that it even came out. You want to talk about the fact that Ubisoft, 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 whatever. (laughs) Uplay. Didn't market like Watch Dogs until it was already out. Then there was two weeks of hard publishing, hard marketing that while also running Valhalla marketing. Mm -hmm. But they marketed the shit out of Valhalla going into it. They have not marketed this at all. No. Comparatively to those two things. I think a lot of... And it's their third title in five weeks. Yeah. I think a lot of the plays for this game is going to come from the streaming service. Not streaming service, the subscription service as well. Like, yeah, from Connect. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people are going to be like, ah, since I got this, I'll try it. Yeah. Hey, I've got this. I'm bored of Rainbow Six at the moment. Let me try something new. Yeah. Hey, I just finished Valhalla somehow. Let me try this other game. I haven't. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> but it might it might be i don't know if i'm gonna make it in time in time in time for cyberpunk oh i mean four days five days yeah it's it'll be a push roughly. a hard push so i don't know there's nothing saying you can't play both at the same time one's a console are you doing the other one on, or no you're doing both on pc aren't you mm-hmm Forgot you're doing Valhalla on PC. Yeah. Well, do you have a big enough hard drive to install both? Yeah. And you could do that. Could, but one of them won't get played. And it probably won't be Cyberpunk, so. I Hopefully. <laughs> I mean, hopefully Cyberpunk doesn't fall into the Witcher conversation for you. Yeah. Where you're three hours and you're just like, and I'm good. Probably not. I mean, it should be a little bit quicker. Out of the gate, theoretically. Hopefully. It's still an RPG. True. Still a lot to read. A lot of computers to look at. A lot of footage. That might be a good thing. Cyberpunk release night party? It's a possibility. Because it's Game Awards night. It is. It's what? It's middle of the week, though? Is that Thursday? Thursday. It's a possibility. It's a possibility. Don't want to commit. I mean, we definitely watch Game Awards. I mean, I'll I'll be doing both anyway. Mm-hmm. We'll be watching the Game Awards, and then at, right after the Game Awards, I'll be yeah. After the Game Awards, I'll be playing Cyberpunk because I won't. I will have missed Raid. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want? I just read a lot. I'll take evens. Okay. Uh, General Manager Casey Hudson and Dragon Age executive producer Mike Dara. Is it Dara? Darha? I can't remember how, to, how he pronounces that. I like that one. Dara. Yeah. Uh, are leaving Bioware. In a blog post from EA Chief Studio Officer Laura Miel, 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 whatever the fuck her name is, she thanked the pair for their work, their years of work at the company and reassured that announced projects such as the next Dragon Age title and Mass Effect The Legendary Edition would proceed as planned. Blizzard veteran and Bioware Austin Studio Director uh, Christian... It's Christian, right? I think that's his name. I... Chiston? Chiston Daily? I thought it was... Maybe I've always been... Maybe you just... Always been reading it as... I don't know. 
Whatever. That person. Chiston Daly will take over leadership on the upcoming Dragon Age game as executive producer, while Matthew Goldman will remain as creative director. Both Casey Hudson and Mark Dara said they don't know what's next for them. Interesting. That is, is about where I stop. Two two things I find interesting in this this event. Two. Uh, Bioware Austin dude taking over for Dragon Age. I think it's kind of a good thing. Well, I, I, I'm hoping it'll be a good thing because Bioware Austin seems to be the, the Bioware branch that has it most together at the moment. Uh, the second interesting thing is them specifically saying that they don't know what's next for them. Because the wording was interesting. Because normally, if they have something that they can't talk about, yeah. they'll say that. They'll say, oh, I'll let you, you know, like, they'll say. I'll let you know what my next project is when the time is right. Yeah, yeah. They very much were like, we don't know what's next for us. As in, like, this wasn't necessarily planned. So, who knows? I don't, I don't, I started looking at card things. I don't know why I started looking at card <laughs> things in the middle of a podcast. I'm an idiot. Focus on one thing at a time. Listen, you know, when the, it's not boobs on the phone, I don't need to be looking at it. When the mood strikes. Oh, I just spent $400 on cards. Oh. <laughs> Careful with the mood thing. <laughs> yeah, so. No, I didn't do that. But, uh, yeah, no, it is. Oh, wait, it, I don't judge. Yeah, but I, hmm. I judge. I, I judge myself if I bought $400 worth of chances. If it was like individual cards, I'd feel better about it. But anyway, back to talking about uh, Bioware. In the bio, I can't find a fucking comfy spot to put this back. You're having issues, though. Dude, you're it's just, just a like, whole thing. I've, I've, I'm you're fidgety. Like, yeah. I need more juice. And just, Maybe. Oh, my God. I was wondering why that was hurting so much. There's a fucking bruise right there. I don't know what that... You're breaking I'm, down. I don't, it's, I don't know what's going on You're finding out things are wrong with you. I can't stop <laughs> fidgeting. It's it's whole thing. Anyway. Um, it's weird because, yes, they don't have... It seems like they have nothing, which then is like, did we have massive creative differences just happen? I suspect and as much. Somebody went, we should do this, and they went, mm, how about no? Because Casey's back in the role after three years. Yeah, and he's well, three years in the role after he had stepped away. Yeah, and came back, and then he's like, ah, I'm out. Ah, no, I'm not doing this again. <laughs> So that that's my thoughts. It's, it's, I'm thinking it's one of two things. It's either either creative differences or massive shakeup because of the state of things. Yeah, uh, there. I mean, there were rumors that people weren't happy when we look back at like the Anthem and Deep Dive mm-hmm. that the studio was having problems that way. There was also talk now that Anthem 2.0 devs are getting pulled onto Dragon Age, and that makes you wonder what's the state of anthem yeah because then are they officially killing it that that speaks terrible like speaks horrible things of both situations of both games like okay so you have to pull people onto dragon age which we already know as far as i'm concerned dragon age is still four years away and you're pulling people off of fixing one of a game you've already released uh, about that, I mean, the Legendary Edition Mass Effect shouldn't be a problem because that's just remastering the old games. 
yes, I know just remastering is not just I put some numbers in and made things go better. And I know it takes time, but like you're not reinventing the you're literally not making a new game. You're doing visuals and stuff like that upgrades, but the story and everything like that is already done. All the and all the voice act, everything like that is already done. The bigger question is the new Mass Effect game. Now, what does that look like? What does Mass Effect 5 look like? There's three Bioware studios, right? Uh, three or is it only two now? Did, did they, they, actually, did they, did they kill the one? one? I, feel like, I feel like we reported that they killed the one. We don't report anything. We don't report that. No. We're not reporters. I'm going to Google it. I feel like it, we but read that they killed... Either way, we have four projects going. Motive's dead, I guess, but I don't, that's not a Bioware studio. Either way, we have four projects going. We have uh, Re- Mass Effect Remaster, Dragon Age, New Mass Effect, and Anthem. Actually, five, because the Old Republic. The Old Republic. Yep. <laughs> there are five question marks sitting inside of that development team all right um what does it say but yeah i mean i'm still i was excited regardless of who was doing it i was excited on the new dragon age because i wanted more dragon age after inquisition and i wanted something that wasn't as as clunky as inquisition was yeah, uh, so there's two. There's only two, yeah. Two because Bioware Montreal was merged with EA Motive. Yep, yep. And so, then San Francisco is closed. Mythic was closed. All those other ones were closed, yeah. Yeah. So there's two studios working on five projects. Yeah. And some of them are just maintaining, are, are in like a maintain status. Mm. But other ones are still pumping out content. And... Obviously, development of, of new titles is massive. The what I was saying though, I, I was ready for a new Dragon Age that wasn't as clunky as Inquisition was. I'm hoping whatever Dragon Age they do runs beautifully on new hardware, being the new consoles, and we don't have this. There was legitimate jank in Inquisition, just the way visual things worked and like some other stuff. I still had a ton of fun in it, mm-hmm. but there there was legitimate problems in it. The idea of a new one and continuing that story and what, you know, how fast can I kill Solus and, you know, all these other things. Now, even if they weren't, you know, the the whole joke I saw around the internet with, you saw, first off, you saw Nightmares. Oh my god! What's gonna the, everything's ruined? Bioware's dead. EA kills everything, which is partially in our wheelhouse of same same emotional thoughts. Mm-hmm. Then there's also the immediate logic thoughts, where like, sure, Casey is not the only person making the game. There's a team of who knows how many devs that are responsible for actually building and making the game, and those people are still there, still doing that. But whatever you see. Sudden, in air quotes, I guess, sudden departures of one 
large role at a company, this happening to be two at the same time, questions are asked and concerns are now raised. I have legitimate same concerns about Halo Infinite after uh, what's-his-name left. I want to say Chris Lee, but I don't think that's right. Yeah, I don't remember his name. Pretty sure that's the guy from Lord of the Rings. Uh, <laughs> Christopher Lee, right? His name's Saruman? Yeah. <laughs> uh, after he left the that project and Halo was delayed the year, I was like, um... Are we circling a drain? Like, obviously, there's still a bunch. They still had done a lot of work already, so it's just finishing it. But that was, hey, here's Halo. And everybody went, what the fuck? And then they're like, and our head is gone. And you're like, well, what just happened? So now this hasn't had, had the exact same timeline. This is almost worse because now they've just gone and we're gone. You've seen nothing. You have no reason to complain. We're just going to leave now before you do. <laughs> yeah, so either they're... Maybe someone in Bioware or in EA is cleaning house because they don't like the performance that has taken place, which is fair because, I mean, a lot of the problems, Anthem, you know, most of the recent snafus are, you know, could be contributed to them, I guess. The other issue could be, which related to Dragon Age, you know, creative differences. And the first thing that comes to mind to me is games as a service, the live service stuff, microtransactions, like yeah. that type of stuff. So How can we get Dragon Age to have a loot box in it? Yep. And blah, blah, blah. There are definitely, can we make a Dragon Age Battle Royale? There are, <laughs> there are enough questions like that where... It's it's weird because, yes, EA bad. Thanks for the internet points. I appreciate it. But at the same time, there eventually is a line drawn where we have to stop pointing at EA and being like, how look how they massacred my boy. Mm-hmm. And just look and go, why my boy massacre himself? This is my really bad father impression. <laughs> a lot of my frustrations. So, like, when it came out, when we found out that Respawn was using the Source engine for things. Yes. It pissed and, me off. And unreal. Yeah, it pissed me off because, like, you know, we've heard that EA forces. They had they, strictly, after Frostbite 2, I believe, said all devs that are that we own will use Frostbite 2. Yeah. Or Frostbite, whatever version we're on. And when Respawn came out with Apex and it's under source and then Fallen Order is unreal. Yeah. I kind of, like... My first thing was like, why didn't you try harder, Bioware? Like, why didn't you fight more? Yeah. So like, um... clearly, it's <laughs> you're able to not do that. Yeah. And oh, they have two games on engines they know mm-hmm. that would be assi- ignoring the skatedness I felt during Fallen Order. Apex runs great. Yeah. So, and I think that was part of what my problem was with Inquisition, is you had, once again, a team, and same thing with Anthem. Literally, it was reported in Anthem. You mm-hmm. had a team that doesn't know how to use the engine. Yeah. Which, stop trying to use the fucking engine. And that's uh, a problem for both of them now. Yeah, if they would have way. used, like, Unreal, for example, to make Anthem, it probably, like, I feel like 
that type of game lends itself well to that engine. But I feel like certain things would have been better accomplished in potential promises kept. But there were also, regardless of the engine, design problems within yeah. the game. Like the loot system. The loot system, the tower, the way the loading screens were done, mm-hmm. the the what what there was no weather cycles at all at any point. There were yeah. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> Here's my uh ten page thesis on <laughs> why Anthem sucked. But let's move on. But still stay on theme. Number two, staying on theme. Hey, see what I did. Sony Interactive Entertainment Bend Studio Creative Director John Garvin and Game Director Jeff Ross have left the studio. Garvin has been with Bend Studio since 1997, before it was acquired by Sony Interactive Entertainment in 2000. While Ross has been with Sony Interactive Entertainment since 2006, and Bend Studio specifically since 2015. According to the LinkedIn profiles of senior writers Laurel Williams-Dibble and Tom Dibble, the studio is currently working on an unannounced AAA open-world title. The partners noted that they created the, quote, mythology, world rules, characters, and the complete backstory, end quote, for the title. When a fan asked for a Days Gone sequel on Twitter back in January, Ross simply replied, stay tuned. So... Let me recap Matt's uh, convoluted summary here. Hell yeah. John Garvin, game director, sorry, creative director John Garvin, game director Jeff Ross, out at Sony Bend. Using two other completely unrelated people. Yes. But related because they work at Bend as writers. Yes. There is a AAA open world title being made at Bend, with rumors being Days Gone 2. Days Goner. Days More Gone. Weeks gone. Ooh, weeks gone. I like that one. Yeah, yeah. Days gone. Weeks gone. What are you uh, doing this one? You ride tricycles. Whoa. One more wheel. Uh, it's a good day to wheel hard. I don't like it. See, but this is a more cleaner thing because we don't necessarily know what's being worked on. Yeah. So it's just like, oh, trans- normal transition of power, you know? Like, yeah, you're like, okay, they're Not out. that we know anything about those. But. They've they've been out there for 23 years doing it. Well, one of them's been 23 years. The other one's been 14 years. You're like, all right, makes sense. You guys are out. But Game came out. Mostly successful. Yeah. New game in the works. Considered, no considered a quiet hidden gem of PS4, as is mm-hmm. a lot of... Arguably probably the majority of Sony first-party things. A uh, specific Sony vendor uh, contacted me and said that Days Gone is amazing on PS5. I've I've heard good things. I I do miss that uh, specific Sony vendor. <laughs> he is always... I, I'm so annoyed because uh, I haven't been able to talk to him, obviously. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, uh, he yeah. wasn't at... Sony pulled out last year, mm-hmm. so I didn't see him. Uh, I don't have the normal means of contact with him, but his team won the the baseball World Series, mm. and I needed to oh. give him the. We we didn't get to talk about the Astros cheating us out of titles. We didn't get to congratulate congratulate him on it. Mm-hmm. Lot lot to look forward to when I see him. <laughs> but yes, uh, for there's a guy at work that's uh, played some Days Gone. And he really enjoyed it. And I was just like, I don't give a shit about bicycles. Motorcycles, whatever. 
I was like, just I'm, bicycles I'm, with it's, motors. It's, it's more the zombie part of it. I'm just kind of like, I'm, I'm good on zombie games right now. I don't have the, I don't have the itch on an open world zombie game. Mm-hmm. But that's me. Yeah, I think eventually I'll play it, but it might be you know summer. I, you tell you what, it's on my it's list. Free when on, it ain't near the top. <laughs> when it's free on PS Plus. There you go. That'll be probably be next summer. I'm like, I'll subscribe for a month and get the game and play it. Yeah, why not? The uh, the interesting thing though is, like you said, we don't know what's technically happening. It, okay, it's not Days Gone Two. It's not Weeks Gone. It's just another open world title, which we know that they've done. They've clearly been able to do and do well before. So, whatever. Days Gone isn't a isn't multiple beloved franchises of fans where you're working on the fifth entries in them and having people just all of a sudden jump ship on histories of projects and you go, ah, it seems like rats are jumping off the Titanic. <clears throat> Number not my read. Please continue. I, I would read this entire podcast. <laughs> Number three, Sea of Thieves is Sea of Thieves is moving is moving to a seasonal progression system with the introduction of a battle pass starting January 2021. Uh, creative director Mike Chapman explained, quote, each season will last approximately three months and will begin with a new piece of content, a new experience or way of playing. Alongside that, other over the three months, there will be regular and featured live updates. I'm having trouble reading today. Uh, end quote. In addition to the new system, executive producer Joe Neat announced that Rare will be focusing on Sea of Thieves adventure mode going forward as 97% of playtime is spent in that mode, as opposed to its competitive mode arena. 97%. Pretty interesting stat there. I'm also surprised it didn't have a battle pass already. Or a seasonal thing. Mm -hmm. It seems like a game that lends itself well to that. I kind of had the same reaction when I read that. I was like, what? But there it is. Uh, They still are going to do their normal patches and stuff, apparently. And also, I'm not surprised that 97% is spent in adventure mode. Yeah. That's that's I, who who wants to play in competitive mode. I want to just enjoy hanging out with my friends and sailing the open seas. Other side of that same coin, didn't even know it had a competitive mode. <laughs> I sensed the problem. Exactly. Number four, Microsoft has acquired esports tournament and event organization platform Smash.gg for an undisclosed amount. The news was shared today by the Smash Twitter account and confirmed by Microsoft via its MSN esports social accounts. Smash GG launched in 2015 as an esports tournament and event organization platform, including bracket setup and registration support for both online and live events. Moving in on getting some money. This one's interesting because it could, uh, well, we say this about everything that Microsoft buys. They could do something cool with it. Microsoft increasing Halo tournaments. Yeah, yeah. But, uh... Forza tournaments. I mean, integration into their consoles would be cool. Like, if, they, you know, somehow. I don't know how. A, a Smash app. You sign up with your account. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, there's a challenge going on in 
Street Fighter this week. I can easily sign up without having to go to the site. Blah, da, 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 da. Stuff like that. Yep. We want to run a million dollar pool for the best person to use PowerPoint. Smash <laughs> GG, I guess. All right. Who's really good at OneNote? Have you guys heard of Microsoft Publisher? Please get me out of the Microsoft Suite apps. <laughs> Best power user of access. <laughs> Yo, all you DBAs, are you ready to put numbers in? Have you heard of Excel macros? <laughs> uh, we actually have a friend that is very good at Excel macros. Who's that? Her social person. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. She want to teach a class? I doubt that. Oh, fuck. Uh, Do you need them? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I, I know Joe can message her. I'm like, if I needed a, if I potentially needed a, uh, a macro or like a formula to do this what do you what like what would work and she'll like kind of write it she'll write it out and then i'll kind of i'll try to run it against what i'm doing i'm like i did no it's doing the, oh change this to this yeah. okay perfect that works all right good deal. <laughs> yeah. i've found out that genius genius level things where i'm like i have no idea but ask the people you know yeah i found out that a lot of my uh current employment is excel heavy so Ooh. luckily almost none of mine is mm-hmm. number five i get to look at other things like GUIs. <laughs> eg7 announced the acquisition of daybreak game company the outfit behind everquest h1z1 and a variety of other massive multiplayer online games the deal values daybreak at 300 million dollars paid in a mix of cash and newly issued eg7 shares in the second announced acquisition for EG7 recently, coming off last week's purchase of Vancouver-based MechWarrior Studio, Studio Piranha Games, uh, Daybreak was originally known as Sony Online Entertainment until a split with parent company Sony. Daybreak runs a stable of games including H1Z1, EverQuest, EverQuest 2, Planetside 2, DC Universe Online. It also publishes Standing Stone Games, MMOs, The Lord of the Rings Online, and Dungeons & Dragons Online. You know what else? What other game they made? Should I? Star Wars Galaxies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is the time where I openly critique you again. We need to either have you more awake when you write. I drank wine. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> that explains it, actually. Because <laughs> you're like, so they had... EverQuest, H1Z1, and a variety of massive multiplayer online games. Also, they had EverQuest, EverQuest 2, Planet <laughs> They just listed them all later anyway. <laughs> I was like, wait, didn't he just say all of this? Uh, but yeah. Only $300 million. Yeah. Does, does that seem low? I don't know. I, I mean, seems... EverQuest is a joke popular MMO at this point. As far like when I say joke popular, people are like, hey, you play EverQuest. But like, yeah. EverQuest at, at one time yeah. was king. Which is true of, like, all of these were big at one point. Really. Yeah, Planetside 2 was big. DCU was on was big. Still alive, mind you. Mm-hmm. Most uh, of these H1Z1, are... still alive. Lord of the Rings Online. Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> I, think it's actually, I think the servers might still be on. Yeah, they are. It's still up. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons Online. It's a thing. 
So yeah, it's like they, there's still a lot there, but I, I don't know. For three hundred million, it just seems kind of low to me. I guess. Well, I, I think I um, maybe maybe I'm skewed. With we are other acquisitions that may have happened. <laughs> we are. I mean, I think it's clearly a studio that's games are all has beens or services of like mm-hmm. minim, minimally still going services. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure they. I mean, if they wanted to, they could probably do something cool. I feel like they always have the uh, the ability, based on their track record, to get something to stick for about two months. Yeah, mm-hmm. they can just drop something new and be like, "Hey, it's here." Two months. No one will talk about it after that, but there will still be a healthy base of like 3,000 people that log on. I'm curious what the numbers are. We looked them up a while ago, but... Yeah, we did. Some of these... They were not in the top 10, I don't believe. No. I say that every time, and then I'm always surprised because I forget about things in the top 10, so... I'm going to look it up again. (sighs) Yeah. While I read? Are you looking up while I read? Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll come back to that then. Number six, Avalanche Studios founder and former chief creative officer. I need to get a stand that puts this right here. Yeah. It's just another arm that just puts it right here. Same, same. And then I'm going to get a teleprompter app so it just scrolls for me. Mm. You can get them. Or we could just get a teleprompter that you know, shoots get, lasers we, into our eyes. We can get that. We can get a whole camera. We can get a whole studio set up. Oh, man, you remember how those You were, know what I really want? Remember, I want to go backwards. Do you remember how those were at one point our... Uh, New Year's goals. <laughs> yes. I want to go backwards. I want to have the news anchor set up where we actually have printed paper. We can do that. How about we do this? Because I want to be able to throw them once we're done. How about them. we have printed paper, but it's the same printed paper every time. It just has stuff on it that's just gibberish. And we just have like a, a genuine iPad next to us that we yeah. read from or whatever. It's like set into the table a little mm. bit. So you just look down and you're looking at that and you're like, yep, uh-huh, cool. And go out about your That's day. like very fun house though, the same sheet of paper every time and it's really a cell phone in front of it. We're not doing a Matt Peak thing. <laughs> That's specifically a peak ripoff. I just mean we'll still have writing on it or whatever. But you can mix up the papers. Just because when if you want them for the throwing effect, nobody's gonna stop the image to look at what you're doing, and I don't feel like printing out constant paper. Alright. I guess. You know how expensive ink is? Yes, I do actually. Yeah, so let's not. <laughs> I wanna go back to where we just do that. But we're holding on to the mics instead of having them fixated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're just holding on and like walking around on the screen and like, uh-huh, yeah. yeah. And then talk to our with our back to the camera. Like, yep, uh-huh. That's great. You guys see this? <laughs> just so a projector on a wall. So should we just go all in and get the the lapel mics with the wireless? Oh, yeah. There's, we need the receiver, too. Because mm-hmm. like the mics themselves are decently cheap. But the, yeah. the whole kit to get it all back. That's it. Yeah, I mean, well, if we were going to go full news anchor, then yes, that's what we should do is just get those. And... No, we'd get boom mics that we'd actually... Oh, we'd get boom mics. <laughs> we just use these, but on really large boom arms. Yeah. Aim them down. We're wearing suit tops. Exactly. Just blazer jackets and shorts. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. You heard it here first. Purposely doing segments where I have to stand up. To just reveal that I'm wearing shorts on underneath every time. And be like, alright, so. Or like pajama pants or sweatpants. Whatever I'm feeling that day. Mm-hmm. And I'm just up in a blazer. I'm like. Alright, as you can see here. Go over to the whiteboard. It's just got a bunch of. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. We could have a whiteboard. Yeah, but. Now, you know now you love your whiteboards. Here's the biggest problem. Is we need the camera. <laughs> That's easy. And we need a good camera. That's easy. 
We just need we solid need, 1080p. We need Dewey. <laughs> we do need Dewey. Because we need a third body. Yeah. I don't want to be like, I don't you know. You can't nail him down, though. That's the thing. Yes, the problem. Dewey's, he's very elusive. He's, a, he's an elusive bear. He is. He's really elusive, you know. That's why he's got a... He keeps lubing himself up in oil. You can never get a hold of him. Yeah, exactly. God damn it, Dewey. The other kick, though, is... In all doing all of this, I love all of our ideas every time we come up with them. And I'm like, man, you know, we could actually do these things. Can you imagine? But let's add to the list while we're at it. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> That's like... Talked myself right into a corner and I couldn't remember where I was going. Classic Gamers 2 podcast right there. That that sums up like <laughs> our whole existence. <laughs> <laughs> great idea what the fuck was that idea again <laughs> what are we talking about <laughs> oh son of a bitch mm. alright this is really depressing the top MMOs because they're all mobile games I wasn't even reading that anymore <laughs> I literally stopped reading I have to remind me to have to read the Avalanche story but <laughs> uh have you ever seen the old, I don't know if they do it uh, in certain sports, but I, you see it a lot in soccer when pundits are talking from the field. Mm-hmm. They all have the old, they're all holding like old style microphones. They're new technology, obviously, but the old microphone, like right to their, I'm going to cover my mouth so you can't yeah. hear me, but right to their face. They're doing that. I'm like, that'd be funny to do. I would be. It'd be a different style. Half the time I'm wondering if that's actually fake and they have a lapel mic. I don't think they actually wear lapel because I think they're using it for partially for noise canceling by having it directional mm, straight yeah. at their okay. mouth. Uh, it's probably but like some obviously type of they're probably mic. they're probably some unbelievably stupidly expensive ones too though. Where like back in the day it was like oh it's just what we have available and now they're like now we're gonna keep the form factor because it's the classic but we have to put seven thousand dollars worth of technology into it. I don't know what you're still looking up. I'm just... I'm hoping we're moving on from you looking this up. I mean, we don't have to refer to it. I'm just giving you a skeptical face because this website claims that Elder Scrolls Online, which I guess it might be believable because it's on console, Elder Scrolls Online is the second highest player count MMO. To what? Well, WoW would be number one and then Black Desert would be number three. Okay, that I believe that. Number four, Guild Wars 2. When was this list done? <laughs> uh, 2020 sometime. Let me see the date. It was updated October 5th, 2020. Wow. Interesting. Would not expect Guild Wars. It says updated, but that could have been, that could mean anything. The last time it was originally, the, its original date of, uh, was 2018. Okay, that makes more sense. <laughs> Which, going down, yeah, it's saying that, Guild Wars 2 has 1.5 million players. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's exactly it. Maybe. No idea. Yeah, I don't know. MMO population chart. This is a website. But yeah, so we got to build this out. Yeah, we do. RuneScape number two. (laughs) There it is. Good old classic or... Old school runescape is what it's listed as. Yeah, because there's that newer one. Realm Reborn, Final Fantasy. Yeah, that should be up there. 24? 
14. 14. 14. That's 14. Uh, Elder Scrolls, Black Desert Online, Star Citizen, Guild Wars 2, Elite Dangerous, Eve Online, Maple Story. Uh, Korean. There's English, but I'm pretty sure it's a Korean MMO. Okay, this is, this, this tells you all you need to know. Star Wars Galaxies <laughs> Why is it like has a higher player count than Lord of the Rings Online. Not right. Well, that makes sense. Which has a higher player count. Well, why is New World Iron? It's not even out yet. I mean, technically anything has a higher player count than it. Because it was not beta, but only if you have access to could you still play or whatever the deal was. Anyway. Yeah, we can move on. Yeah, let's move on. You lost me with the Dewey thing. I think that's what it was when we just started discussing. You're, you're off, I think, by the yeah, way. Yeah, no, I'm up. Okay. I, th- I tried to remember what I was going to say, but it was the losing me of, with Dewey because I was like, well, I need, we needed him for a cameraman because we needed the camera angles. Oh, I know what I was going to say because we don't want to look like, I don't know if you've seen it, but your local news station casts their newscast, news whatever shows at night. Have you Have you seen how terrible I think they are? No, I haven't. I haven't watched local news in a long time. I haven't watched news since my parents lived here, <laughs> but maybe a couple times I've accidentally turned it on, but mm-hmm. never on purpose. At least I've not stayed. They all now have these like clickers in their hands, as if they were giving weird PowerPoint presentations that I think are meant to transition camera shots and stuff because they like cut staff to do things. So they're leaving it where the anchors have these, you know, they have their notes or whatever, and then they're just holding on to this large remote. Like, that looks so trashy. Hmm. So we're not ever doing that. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, it looks so bad. Number six. Avalanche Studios founder and former chief creative officer, Christopher Sundberg, has established a new studio called Liquid Swords. Based in Stockholm, Sweden, the new studio will create open-world action experiences for next-generation consoles, streaming platforms, and PC. Sunberg departed Avalanche in February 2019 after 16 years at the studio, just over a year after it was acquired by Nordisk Film for $114 million. During his tenure, he led development on the original Just Cause and helped turn the title into a successful franchise, outlining his vision for Liquid Swords. Sunberg said he wants to, quote, bring back game development to where it should be by focusing on creativity and fun rather than business plans and spreadsheets. Technically true. Creativity and fun is always better than business plans and spreadsheets. Also means you can lose a lot of money. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I thought, too. I was like, oh, no. Oh. It's like yes, everything is great until Matt and I sit down for the spreadsheet idea of the of the of the podcast, and we go, "All right, so what's everything going to cost? <laughs> How's this work again? Uh, <clears throat> what do you mean the budget is not that much? <laughs> what do you mean the budget is the change we found in the couch? What do you mean we still haven't bought the audio audio interface? What do you mean we want a big video camera? <laughs> what do you mean we want a set <laughs> prompter?" <laughs> Tell a what? <laughs> <laughs> that would be exactly it. Tell a what did you say to me? Uh, you think anybody's going to watch you? <laughs> you can afford this? 
Uh, uh, who do you think you are? <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Uh, Wall of screens. Uh, yeah, there we go. Let's get one of those. Let's get a giant LED wall that'll take up that wall. And we'll stand in front of that. It would actually need to be like this. Like from there to there. That door would need to not be there. I'll do it. For tree fitting. <laughs> Wait, are you just going to go buy LED strips and put them on the wall? Uh, I don't know. That's not how those panels work. <laughs> by the power of imagination. <laughs> yeah, actually, let's do that. <laughs> let's go buy a, uh, the cheapest box of eight crayons we can find. Get another cheap pack of computer paper and just draw the entire set on and stick that up behind us for tree fitty and be like with the power of imagination <laughs> you can see tonight we're clearly standing outside paris france as we discussed it would be soft news <laughs> speaking of france uh sony uh, has been number seven <laughs> sony has been installing different cooling fans on the playstation 5 according to french tech website hey you're the resident french expert how do you pronounce that les numeriques that's more spanish actually <laughs> les num les Numerics. That's why I was thinking. Numerics. 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 Yes. Uh, Les Numerics. Yeah. French tech website. Les Numerics. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> the outlet noticed a why, difference. Why, 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 also, why am I the French expert? I didn't take any French. <laughs> <laughs> Gotcha, bitch. Uh, the, <laughs> the outlet noticed the difference in the noise exhibited by two different PS5s, one being a review unit that Sony provided and the other unit they purchased. Les Numeriques pers- uh, proceeded to disassemble several PS5s and found five different fans in five different consoles. So, so, <laughs> Sony, you're up. Fuck it. <laughs> Uh, the differences seem to come down to the number of blades on the fan. They posted a photo of two different fans uh, side by side. Uh, one with 17 blades and one with 23 blades. So generally speaking, the more fan blades, the slower the fan has to spin to make the same amount of airflow. Uh, CFMs, whatever the fuck you want to call them. Um, and although the slight variation doesn't appear to be enough to warrant major concern... It has brought up some unethical uh, possibilities for various reasons. Um, well, people we suspecting that they put the quiet fans in the review say, because units. we didn't discuss that part where which one was the one they took out of the review unit, and also they said they found five and five, then mentioned two models. Yeah. So is one eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, and twenty-three? Are those the five we're missing? <laughs> so. <clears throat> I just said six numbers. Ignore me. This happened, I think, yesterday or two days ago. Maybe. Okay. And because it's a French website, there's like a translation lag. So I, all the stories that I picked up on were not very uh, heavy in the detail department. So, And I, I don't, don't speak wanna, French. I, don't wanna, I mean, like, I could have done the Google Translate thing, I, I guess. But... To say, I don't want to bring you to this. <laughs> To this, uh, to your attention of this large thing, but called Google. <laughs> so every time I Google translate a tech website's article, oh, it's never one hundred percent. Yeah, the context is usually off. So yeah. like, 
It's always just like the it what has and the what. Seventeen horses, and you're like, I. That's not. <laughs> I don't think that's what they mean. I, don't, I think you mean horsepower. Why does the console have horsepower? I'm so confused by the French. <laughs> How many croissants does it have? <laughs> uh, Speak to me in terms of things I understand. <laughs> Baguettes and things, beignets. That kind of, I don't know, the fan thing doesn't really surprise me because it's clearly a custom made fan. It and surprises me if they found five different ones in five different consoles. Yes. See, I feel like that might not be. Well, I guess that could be true. So if they have a custom made fan and the they probably had to source them from multiple different vendors. Yeah. And then also there was probably multiple revisions to the fan design. For sure. So I bet in this first run of consoles, it's there could be more weird. than yeah. five different fans. It is uh that is definitely possible. Uh I will cite an example from watching the frame rate warehouse tour that we watched. Mm-hmm. When they pull out the plushies that they're not selling of the family's dogs mm-hmm. being two Shibas. Mm-hmm. They sent the same instructions to four or five different plush making companies and not one of them looks the same yeah so you send a fan design you get a bunch of different blades back yeah and i suspect they probably they probably sent specifications as in like we want the fan capable of sustaining this amount of airflow for this amount of time this is its operating range yeah and didn't say hey it needs to be this amount of airflow at this decibel level, you know, yeah, like, hey, corrected we had, for we a noise floor. It, but it sounds like you don't have a muffler on your car. Yeah. Corrected for like a 38 decibel noise floor, blah, blah, blah. You know, like yeah. you get all nuts with that shit. You turn your, P- your PS5 on and you just go. Yours- <laughs> so when you turn, I, I notice because you keep yours in, I don't know, was it? It was on the first time I came here, I think. Uh, Already. Probably. So I was at uh, Jason's house and he turned his on from start. That thing fucking. When you turn that sucker on, his did his rev. Yeah, it like it like red lines for like a solid like fifteen yeah, seconds. Mine is it. not like starting a cold car. Yeah, so that's what his is like. His fans like that. Yeah. Uh, well, sounds like a him problem. He must have that seventeen blade fan. No, nah, I probably got that twenty three. Yeah, twenty three. I'm a reviewer now, boys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all the big important one. I don't. Th- I don't think I hear it rev. I feel like I would notice that. I think so too because I I like triple taked when he turned it on and it went. We'll turn it, it right on before it you was leave. straight up like hair dryer, and I was like, "What is the he turning fuck? it on from dead or from rest?" I think that time he turned it on power off. Ooh, okay. So I don't think it was in rest mode at that point. Mine's always been in rest mode. Usually, we turn it off and find out. I'm curious. Nah, we'll see. No, we'll see. I'm nah, curious. Nah, nah, nah. I gotta press a button on a controller. <laughs> All right. We're gonna forget anyway, so I don't know why you're fighting me. Number eight. Ve- Vela. I don't fucking know, man. Vea. <laughs> you're the you're the expert. I like uh, Vea better. I like Vea better. But Vela is a uh, Vela Listen, games. It's another like, Stadia situation. You say what you want to say. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> uh, I, we're in Ve- Vea. Right? 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Vela? No, I don't like that. Vea. <laughs> Games, a new studio, yeah, Vea Games, a new studio founded by former Riot Games and EA veterans, two pinnacles of the gaming industry, known for great practices, has opened signups for early alpha testing of its first title, Project V. Or is it Project 5? Ooh, interesting. Good title. I don't know. <laughs> well, Project V makes me think of Cyberpunk because V. Mm-hmm. So let's go with, uh, we're going to call it Project V, even though it might be 5. This is it might be Project U. Maybe. Just like Corvus. Oh fuck. Gotcha. Which or Chorus. Which is the Oh god, sorry guys. I'm gonna (laughs) (laughs) interrupt ourselves in the middle of it. The first title, Project V, which is the current working title, is a new IP set in a science fantasy universe that will feature an evolving narrative and setting. It will combine MMO style dungeons with the temp team play space skill mastery of MOBAs such as League of Legends Bayer games are aiming to reimagine multiplayer gaming with re- by rebuilding co-op play from the ground up and are approaching the project from a unique angle combining co-op and MMO gameplay to form a new genre they're calling MOCO <laughs> multiplayer online co-op I can't wait for the Codblops MOCO game <laughs> Codblops Cow MOCO yeah there you go. Sign up for the Alpha so you can experience MoCo. You'd be one of the first people ever to experience a MoCo. And it's not something you order at Starbucks. Starbucks. Somebody let me know if it's Project 5 or V. <laughs> they probably don't even know. 
I mean, technically it's a working title, so maybe they'll change it in five seconds. See what I did there. Still use the word five. I'm kind of curious. I might sign up for it just to just to see what it is. And then I'm know, always curious just to see what things are. Like, what What do you mean? Like, what does it mean? <laughs> what does it mean when you're like MMO style dungeons, but also co op play? I don't know if you've played an MMO style dungeon. You're pretty co op in it. That's why I'm like, like five of you trying to achieve a task. Yeah. And when they're like, it's MOBA style, I'm like, hey, does that mean I'm playing against other people? Multiplayer online co-op. Called massive multiplayer online games. Weird. It's almost like there's MOBAs. You know what? I I appreciate the old, <laughs> we need to carve out our corner <laughs> of, <laughs> of a saturated market i appreciate the enthusiasm <laughs> let's let's make our own acronym for something that already exists moco i seeing shooty games where you look through the eyes of the shooter whoa you mean like first person no 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 i shooty <laughs> first ever i shooty what if we made a game where you took pieces of like paper or cardboard all cut in different ways and we put a cardboard put together. Do you mean puzzles? <laughs> no, no, no. Cardboard put together. It's going to sell well with the kids. We already tested it with a group of 100 people that can't read English. They seem to love it. Hmm. <laughs> What the fuck was that Nintendo thing called? Labo? Labo. Cardboard put together. Labo. Hey, let's talk about Apple. Are they getting sued? Number nine. Apple released their 2020 list of top apps. Fortnite. And apparently they give out awards as well. Did not know that was the thing? Is Fortnite one of them? No. Uh, they have a whole list of app awards, but we'll just mention that they gave Gen- Genshin Impact iPhone Game of the Year. Fun fact, I believe that was also the Google Play Game of the Year. There you go. Uh, Here's some of the most downloaded app uh, categories. Top free. Are you you reading them already? I'm reading along with you. I haven't. Okay, don't look at at anything yet. All right, I'm going to stop reading them. Top free iPhone app. What do you think it was? I already saw that. I saw that one. I saw that one. I didn't see the next one. All right, it was Zoom. The top free iPhone app was Zoom. I'm going to just put this over here now. Uh, I'm not surprised. Yeah. These are all pretty on the nose. It, the Zoom one's just kind of funny, I guess, in a way, because everybody's like, ooh, Zoom, beginning of the year. Let's all get quarantined and get mm-hmm. drunk together. And then now it's like, I don't want to fucking get on a Zoom call with you people. Fuck yeah. off. But at the same time, doesn't Apple have other ways to do I mean, there's... FaceTime. Yeah. Can you FaceTime a group? You can, right? Yeah. You. I don't know, actually. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't live in that environment, man. I don't know. Yeah. Also, I don't do it on Heathens, my phone. I, I don't Zoom lepers. on my phone. Who use uses Apple products? 30% of America, which is called the minority. <laughs> uh, Put that iPhone away. <laughs> top free iPhone game. Free iPhone game. I mean, I would have liked to joke and say Fortnite. Uh, Sudoku. <laughs> what year are we in? Among Us. Oh, that's true. I forget it is free on mobile. And it beat out COD Mobile. That makes sense. Among Us, Among Us had the spurt of 
installs where COD Mobile was a ways ago. Well, I mean, it's surprising. The COD Mobile thing's surprising based on the next story. Okay. But we'll get there. All right. Uh, where was I? Top paid iPhone game. Same thing it always is. FIFA. Minecraft. Oh, Minecraft. But Play Gink was number two. I was going to say the same thing as always, as if I remember. Play Gink was number two. Yeah. (laughs) People trying to figure out that coronavirus problem really (laughs) early on this year. That's it. That's all I got. Oh, okay. Interesting. Interesting items. They're pretty obvious. Like, it's just... You just keep talking. I'm going to grab us something real quick while we're doing this. Oh, what do we want to talk about, though? Fuck. I'm not I mean, good at not, this. I'm not going to take that long. I'm not good at this. Yeah, now you get to buy time. Yeah, I'm not good at this. I could talk Here, about me, milk. I could talk about my, milk, my glass milk bottles. You could talk about your glass milk bottles. My glass milk bottles recall boys to the <laughs> His glass milk, it's better than yours. I mean, I, it is Please good milk. never let me do that again. <laughs> it, it is good milk. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying it's good milk. Uh, I opened the door and I had my glass milk bottle and I was like, Milkman's here. <laughs> I did. I opened the door and I screamed. I was like, Milkman's here. <laughs> you just go running outside with your milk jug in hand like, woo, I get to relive the 50s. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> well, it was just, I don't know. I just felt so stupid because I, I went to the store. I went to Burned Area at like 9 p.m. And literally I went there specifically for milk. And I was just like, this is just, this is But I mean, like, that's not, that's not crazy, is it? No, I don't think so. Just, you know. You're just going to a place for milk, man. It's not like it's. Glass milk bottle. Opted for the glass one. Paid the deposit. Theoretically, you know, and get. Saving the environment. Saving the environment. Had to make the wife happy. She wanted hot chocolate. Don't want an angry Samantha. Ah, uh, you're a milk hot chocolate person. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I've I've always been. Uh, I'm I'm cheap, so I use water. Oh my god. Sometimes I don't know about you. Some of the fucking things you do, man. <laughs> water and hot chocolate. Jesus Christ. Listen, I'm a poor <laughs> little boy who you begs can't. for soup on the corner. You can't afford an additional eight ounces of milk. <laughs> no, my milk is on a tight limit. Bowl of cereal. <laughs> Dinner, as I feel necessary. There's no room in as I feel necessary for hot chocolate. <laughs> Clearly, do you not understand? Uh, I'm gonna lose my mind if I can't find this. I now now I've now I've I've done what I said I shouldn't do. You've gone wasted, down the. I've wasted time. You've gone down the rabbit hole. No, I just I thought. Uh, when I went to the play store. When I went to the play store the other day, the awards were right there. It was like mm. these are the awards, and here they are. So I just could scroll through them. When I went just now, it's gone. So then I was trying to find it somewhere, but now I just Google it, and of course, you know that's the answer. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> See, so you saw it because you hadn't gone to the play store yet. I think because I saw it, they took it away. But here we go. So don't look. Stop looking. I. Didn't even click on anything. Exactly. Yet. You get to do this with Apple. I get to do it with Google. The superior. All right. Let's not get too crazy. <laughs> let's not start our fight. <laughs> Mom and dad don't need to fight again on the podcast. <laughs> the user's choice app. 
Uh, is it a game or an app? It is an app. An app. User choice app. Fuck, I don't know. Do you want... There's nominees. Uh, give me a couple of them. Uh, Disney Plus. Vimeo. Uh, Microsoft Office. I'm going to go with Disney Plus. Apparently, Chris Hemsworth has an app. Chris Hemsworth has an app? Yep. I'm going to go Disney uh, Plus. Disney Plus is a good, good, correct choice. Good job. You okay. win. User's Choice Game. Uh, I'm going to pick two. Okay. Either Among Us or Pokemon Go. Neither. Fuck. Is it Genshin, Genshin Impact? Well, it's nominated, did not win. Game. User choice game. Fucking. You're not going to get this. Okay. So. What, what is it? SpongeBob Krusty Cookoff. See, this is why. All right. You can't. You. <laughs> You can't be like, oh, superior fucking cell phone. They're nominating SpongeBob games. They nominated Genshin, Legends of Runeterra. They're they're picking SpongeBob games. They nominated Harry Potter Puzzles and Spells. Which also is dumb. (laughs) Alright, what else we got? User's Choice Movie. Because you can get movies on the Play Store, so. Movie. I could. Is it some Marvel movie? No. It's a movie from years ago. Really? Er, no, it? wait. This is a... Oh, sorry. No, it's not. It's a franchise from years ago that had a new one come out. Tremors. No. <laughs> Tremors 4. Also, Tremors not nominated. Oh. What the fuck are these people? No, I don't know. What is it? Bad Boys for Life. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, there's apparently also a book, and this is not actually what I was looking for. You might actually have the games on here. There were more actual breakdowns of games. Uh, the book of the year on Google Play was Stephen King's If It Bleeds. Okay. If It Bleeds. Yeah, you might uh, actually have the yeah, more I can, I can game pull up the games. options. But Best game of 2020? I believe that's Genshin Impact. Yep, Genshin Impact. Uh, you did user's choice. Best competitive, Brawlhalla. Okay. Best indies, uh, Cookies Must Die, Gris. There's a whole bunch of them. Uh, best game changers, Fancade, Genshin Impacts, Minimal Dungeon RPG, Ord. Yeah, game changers yeah. are like things that they are doing different things on their store. This and time that's, that's all the options. All right, cool. Number 10. Let's get out of that mobile category. Activision announced that with the release of Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, also known as Cod Blops Cow, the franchise has now surpassed $3 billion in net bookings, which in this case just means revenue. That total includes contributions from Cod Blops Cow, Cod Mueh, <laughs> which is which is Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Call of Duty Mobile, and Call of Duty Warzone, which launched in March. Activision also said that Call of Duty has seen more players than ever before, with two hundred million in twenty twenty alone. Helps Every me. fucking year, I'm like, oh, it can't get any bigger. It's gonna come. It's gonna fall down. Warzone's, Jokes on me. Warzone free. Boom. There's your bomb to drop. <clears throat> I gotta also, give it. I gotta give him props. I Warzone mean, is... free, quarantine, streamers more time. Boom! There you go. Yeah, perfect storm for them. Yep. 
Um, which is interesting because that's just Call of Duty. And another part of this whole thing was that Activision has never had a year. Like, it was something like Activision has, as a whole, has never had a year where its revenue was over $3 billion or something like that. Yeah. So, be interesting to see how much moolah they've fucking shoveled in. How never mind. <laughs> just say, just say how many gold swimming pools then, or packs of cocaine can Bobby Kotick put up his ass? Yeah, because didn't Blizzard do like really good this year too? I think for uh, some reason they probably did decent, but we'll find out more because of Shadowlands. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Because every everything else from them is everybody waiting on questions to Overwatch Two, Diablo Four, Diablo Mobile Game Reskin. Hmm. Number 11, here's an MPD news item to irritate Nate. Uh, For the 2020 Evolution of Entertainment Report, MPD surveyed 5,000 members of its U.S. online panel to ask about gaming habits. Here's some of the data. Overall time spent gaming was up 26% among survey respondents. Uh, Big surprise there. Uh, People between the ages of 45 and 54 reported spending 59% more time gaming and 76% more money. The average age of an MPD reader. Yeah. Bang, bang, got them. Do you think, are gamers getting older or is gaming becoming more prevalent in the older crowd? Or is it the combination of the two? Combination of the two. That's the fucking easy answer. It's also the correct one. We are getting older. Uh, <laughs> also, if you go ask an 18-year-old what the MPD is, they would just look at you like... Do you ever get the surveys? No, I'm not a member of the group. I we get, well, We're get we not members. We get surveys. No, that's not... Maybe it's not... We get Nielsen surveys, maybe. Oh, yeah. Nielsen's different. Yeah, I think we get Nielsen's surveys. They literally send a dollar bill in the envelope. With a thing saying, hey, can you please fill out the survey and return it? With a dollar. Three dollar bill. They just give you a dollar. Weirdest <laughs> fucking thing ever. Which who, who, who just give dollars away out here? Those are valuable dollars. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. I um, can use a dollar to buy some milk. Yeah, exactly. Do That's, two surveys, get two things of milk. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I don't know where I said I got dollar milk from, but don't worry about that. Uh, those Go to a farm and get it for from free. 55 to 64 spent 48% more time and 73% more money. Adults 65 years and older. Can we get a younger fucking range? No, this was the interesting stuff. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Adults 65 years and older spent an average of 45% more time gaming while spending 29% more money. Well, yeah, because they can... Fuck fuck you. (laughs) Because they can only only spend so much money on Candy Crush. And Scrabble tokens. And probably words with friends, too. Well, the point is... is Is that older folks are gaming more and spending more money on games. That's the moral Probably of the story. Probably on mobile. That would be the interesting thing, but or I didn't Facebook. say anything about it. Farmville might still be huge. Don't what if know. it's like Switch? It's not, but... Yeah, because Gran's using the motion controls. All right. <laughs> She's out there playing Ring Fit Adventure. <laughs> Slay that dragon. Uh... I don't know anymore. I haven't for a while. Number 12. 
Cyberpunk 2077 News Roundup. It's not really news, just people shoving crap down your throats to get more hype on a giant hype wagon already. Best Buy has sent collector editions out already. Of course they have. Classic. Surprise, Walmart Canada didn't. CD, Project Red President, said that Cyberpunk won't be bug-free at launch, but, quote, we believe that the level will be as low as we as to let gamers not see them. He's Polish, right? His English, it's English isn't his first language. Yeah, but I, I know what he means. We're just hoping that they're small enough that you either, one, won't find them, or two, the percentage at the gamers see them will be minuscule over our player base. Mm-hmm. Uh... I hope for the second one, but I also hope that it doesn't happen to me. <laughs> Obviously, it won't be bug-free. No game is ever bug-free. That's yeah. Just, yeah. To ever say that a game would be bug-free at launch is completely disingenuous. Yeah. And asking for trouble. Exactly. The moment there's one bug, you shot yourself straight in your own dick. Based on <laughs> Best Buy's early release, players are reporting that the Xbox Series X has two, count them, two frame rate choices performance and quality oh wow <laughs> so exciting <laughs> rumor is that the ps4 and xbox one release patch is roughly 45 gigs i think that could be accurate just throwing that out there that's my hat in the in the pile throw my hat in there you man you know how nice it is to not be playing that on ps4 or xbox one i didn't throw it in here but they're the early reports is that it actually runs surprisingly well on the PS4 and Xbox One. I'm sure it probably runs fine on it, but I don't have to also do a 45-day one patch. True, true, true. I'll be able to actually play when mm-hmm. the game comes out. Yeah. That being said, I need to see when early downloads can start. That's a good point. I never thought about that. Might be Tuesday. Usually it's like just a couple days before. But. I know there's some weird stuff going on with the release. Like they're... Sta- they're releasing time staggering yeah. to make sure it's all at the same time type of thing. No, I don't. I don't think they are. Oh, so I think it. they. I think you know you can play it early. Probably based get on to start it. first. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Cyberpunk is getting a photo mode. There's a trailer for it. If you thought they weren't getting one, what are you stupid? Yeah, I didn't watch the trailer. I don't know. If I did. didn't watch the trailer either. I just saw it has a photo mode trailer, and I went, "No shit." And then I moved on. <laughs> yeah. That's where I'm at as well, where I'm like... Anything now that comes out, I don't care. Yeah. Pending the words aren't written with delay in them, I don't give a shit. They're doing a launch night. Twitter Gaming has partnered, I think, uh, Paris Paris Lily from uh, Respawn Radio and a few other things, is, and his own channel, is hosting this like launch party for cyberpunk in combination with Twitter gaming. And I'm so pumped for him. But at the same time I went, I don't give a shit. Mm. I just don't want to hear anymore. I've heard so much. I now just want to experience it. Yep. I'm going to be in my own discord channel. Wait, no, I'm not. Why am I going to even be in a discord channel? I don't know. I'm not going to be in a discord channel. We're going to be watching the game awards. Then I'm going to play. But I'm going to have I mean, headphones. We can, we can get in a discord channel or watching the game awards. That makes you feel better. Just sitting, <laughs> sitting next to each other in a Discord channel. Uh, but even then, even if I do, I one, I wouldn't get in a Discord channel. But two, like if I do, I'm just going to go in and make it private to just me. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want anybody coming in here and ruining this for me. Shut the fuck up. 
The nice thing is that CD Projekt Red said that they are taking down any videos or streams of the game prior to it being released. Like, they're actively monitoring for that stuff now that Best Buy has jumped their own gun. Yeah. Premature shipping. Yeah. We all have that problem. Sometimes. When I'm allowed to. Uh, I guess we'll talk about some other shit real quick. Okay. Um, All right. So how do you feel about movies releasing simultaneously in theaters and streaming services? For example, uh, Wonder Woman 1984, Dune, Suicide Squad, The Matrix 4, and the rest of Warner Brothers 2021 lineup is releasing on HBO Max at the same time it is in theaters. About time. Yeah, I'm down with that. About damn time. I'm definitely down with that. Makes me real curious about HBO Max. Yep. And I think it's at no additional cost, which is the biggest key. Yeah. I think that's true. Not positive. That's Actually, I didn't think about that. I never thought about that. If it's at no additional cost, they spit in Disney's face. Well, here's the weird thing. Disney tried to charge $30. To well, watch uh, Black Widow. Well, that's what concerns me. Disney owns HBO. So, I guess it comes up... Well, it's, it'd be Warner Brothers' choice, really. I think more than anything else, right? Or how much money... Be whatever that deal is. Yeah, it'd be whatever they worked out. If it's at no additional cost, I would just, I'd be all over that. Yeah, same. I didn't all think about that. All over it. I have to look into that. Even if it's at additional cost... Depends on what the cost is. Yeah. If the additional cost is $13, which is normally what our ticket would be to see a movie, I'm in. But the problem with the Black Widow one, I was like, I'm not paying $30 on top of my already subscription fee mm-hmm. because I don't pay $30 to go to the movies. Yeah. I yeah. get why. I get like the argument that could be made. Oh, it's a family watching it, blah, blah, blah. And yes, for families going well, to the movies, you my can My irritation bill, with but. that is why fucking – if you're going to make it $30, then I'm just, I'm just going to buy the movie. You know right. what I mean? That, yeah. Like that's so how much the movie costs to own. Yeah. If I give you thirty dollars now to watch it, I don't own the movie. Yeah. I wow. still have to subscribe to your service. Yeah. And it's just like, all right, I just won't watch it now. I'll just wait for it to come out. Yeah. And then buy it. And that's how you vote with your wallet, folks. <sighs> World does not understand how to do that. Um. I gave you money for a product you said was stupid, and then I complained that it was stupid. What? Sounds about right. Uh, apparently, Oscar Isaac has been cast as Solid Snake in Sony's upcoming Metal Gear Solid film. Uh, attached to the film is director Jordan Vogt Roberts, or Vaught Roberts, I don't fucking know. Uh, he's done The Kings of Summer in Kong Skull Island. And the script will be written by Derek Connolly, uh, who did Safety Not Guaranteed, Jurassic World, and Pokemon uh, Detective Pikachu, and Star Wars Episode Nine couple good ones in there uh it's worth noting that the film has been in development since at least 2012 oh yeah i'm happy you put that in so i don't get to make my easy sony joke yeah another sony movie to the fire yep just driving these, that coal train right the, on the cliff these sony movies though actually like things happening with them now so what's up with that sony doing something things have been happening for years yeah, but they we've, got like actors re- attached to them now. We've reported. Yeah, we don't report anything. I gotta stop saying that. We've talked about uh, six new directors getting hired onto Uncharted alone. <laughs> Three different actors, at least I think, right? Yeah. So because there was uh, Marky Mark there, and then someone else before him, I think uh, Tom Cruise. Probably. <laughs> I don't know Tom Hanks. I don't fucking know. Yeah, sure, Tom Hanks too. Why not? 
uh, I would go into deals and things, but I didn't write any of them, and I'm not going to look them up right now because that's mm. a lot to look up. How about Cyber Monday and Black Friday deals being pretty shit? How about that? Pretty standard operating procedure. There you go. Never. Um, never. Are there a multitude of things where you're like, yeah, good deal. Yeah, true, true. I mean, we've we've gone through, I don't know how many Black Fridays, not like in our existence, but like working. And we always pull the ad, I don't know what, like a month in advance maybe? Yep. So around a month in advance and we're flipping through it and you can always go, no, 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 no. Actually a good deal. No, 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 no. Actually a good deal. Like two deals out of the entire ad would be by us (laughs) determined to do your baby deemed good ad, good deals. Yeah. So, like, usually the deals are better after Black Friday, which they have been in this case as well that I've noticed for specific things. But Yeah, it, specific things are definitely true. And then some places, a la Target does do the you spend X amount of dollars between certain dates during the Black Friday week. You can show up the next week for whatever the deal was. Like, if you spent, uh, what was it before, like $50? on certain things during the week of Black Friday or over $100, then you got a percentage off of your bill the next week or something like that. Yeah, it was like... There have been deals like that. So it's like, yeah, you can, get a, you can get a better deal the next week or even sometimes the sales have been better just to make people spit in their own faces for being greedy on Black Friday. But I think is it I think it's this weekend or next week or something. Target's doing their 10% off of gift cards. Yeah. Thingamajigger, so... So it's just all... There's that. If you care, I don't know. Yeah. Otherwise, the deal stuff as far as uh, if you have a PlayStation, go claim your PlayStation games. If you have a, or ooh, actually, they might not be up because maybe oh, we got our up. Game Pass deal. We could talk. We might be mention. the second Tuesday. I don't remember when they drop. I feel like it's the second Tuesday, but I'm not positive about that. Microsoft's will be out soon for your games with gold. PlayStations will be out soon. I'm going to go over them next week, but just so you know, Humble Choice changes over today at time of recording, so it's probably going to go live. The new one will go live tomorrow, not tonight. Uh, so, uh, Microsoft's running a really good Game Pass Ultimate deal right now. Yeah, let's talk about Game Pass. Uh, great so, service. Man. Yep. Great, great service. service. So, Ultimate, even better. Yep. And what's this deal about? <laughs> All right, so, uh, Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, um, and... If you, so right now they're running one month of Game Pass Ultimate, which for, is a $15 version. Yep. That comes with xCloud. Go and give it to you. For $1. $1. If you pay that $1 to get that one month, they will give you two additional months for free. So that's three months of Game Pass Ultimate for $1 hair. And that's for new and existing customers. Or pre-existing customers. I don't know. Whatever the fuck you want to say. So. Both. Both of those things. Yeah. I don't know how it works if you already have a subscription. That's the only thing. Cancel. Then redo it. Yeah. Redo it. Um, so, yeah. That's a that's a good one. So, I got. So, right now. I already. Well, the funny thing is. In my in my case. Is Target ran a deal where they were doing. Three months of, X, or of Game Pass Ultimate for $20. Which is still a good deal. And I was like, oh, I'm going to get that. And I bought it. And then literally like two days later, Microsoft's like, ha ha, we got this deal. So 
I guess technically I got six months for $21, which is even a better deal. Yeah. When you really think about it. But hey, Game Pass. Game Pass. Big things coming to that Game Pass. Yeah. We'll have to try out xCloud, see how it works. I don't know. Yeah, you will have to try out xCloud and see how it works. I probably won't, but I'll probably forget about it. Download it on your phone and be done with it. I should download it on the iPad and then try to... Well, remember, the iPad will be a browser. (laughs) You don't have to download anything. That's true. Well, that's not it wouldn't work then, right? Yeah, because it's not out yet. Yeah. So I'd have to do it on my phone. Fuck. I wonder if it would work on my... TV should I have Android TV? It might have the app there. Give it a shot. Interesting. Interesting indeed. But it's been seven days since we stuffed our faces full of turkey and did a podcast. So, what have you been up to in that time? So let's see here. Uh, my normal rigmarole of anime. Um, okay. All good. All good things. Um, that volleyball anime. Whew, getting getting intense. Uh, spicing it up. Still. Still. Fantastic. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, uh, just played a little. Played a little bit more of Assassin's Creed. Had a little bit of a office snafu issue. Um, like in your office or like yes, Microsoft office? physically the house. Ah, I came home one day and it was actually Samantha's birthday. So I bought some flowers, bought some candy. Oh, look at you being a good guy. Yeah. You know, bought some Twizzlers, bought some Sour Patch Kids, bought some Swedish fish, bought solid, some, all solid some Saranac, uh, orange cream soda. Ooh, delicious. Brought all those things home. I, was, you know, I already gave her her birthday present. But like... It was know. a paint sprayer. You know, this makes the story even better. Uh, I I bought her a birthday gift and gave it to her the weekend before. And it was a paint sprayer. Like a really nice paint sprayer. Like okay. I fucking yeah. really overdid it on this one. <laughs> As per usual. Um, What? You need a... You need a little... Yeah, you, you want the little handheld, little plastic can paint sprayer? Yeah. Ah, let's get that industrial grade fucking like (laughs) you stick the whole fucking can it can take five five gallon bucket things you know like yeah like oh you wanted the one where you just put like the plastic attachment on the the spray can and just makes it easier Mm -hmm. what if (laughs) what if we get you the one that you can attach a 75 foot hose to and do the whole house um, because that's what I did. I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> I just picture showing up one day, and you're like, I "Got the spray prayer. I got to use it for something." And you're just outside, just painting the side of the house for no reason. So yeah. I come home. I got the stuff in my hands. I turn the corner because you know I walk into my kitchen. And I got to turn the corner, look in the dining room. Fucking bomb went off in the dining room. There's shit everywhere. So there's stuff stacked up on the dining room Paint table. Bomb went off, or just just stuff. Okay. okay. And I quick do a quick survey of the room. It's all the stuff from the office. And then I walk around and I peek over the dining room table and in the doorway of the office is an open paint can with a paint tray. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So then I look in the office and Samantha's there and she has, it's five o'clock by the way, and 5 p.m. She has a quarter of the office painted and clearly it needs two coats because you can see the paint underneath it. And I'm like, uh, 
what's going on? She's rolling, by the way. Rolling. After having the sprayer, <laughs> she's rolling. Yes. And I'm like, what's going on? She's like, I made a mistake. And I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. So to shorten the story, uh, for the past picture, week. For some reason, I just picture her like, <laughs> I love Sam. Great person. But just picture her crying as, as she like turns over her shoulder with only a quarter of the wall rolled. Mm-hmm. And is like slow rolling out of depression at this point because she realizes it's she not She had gone. her like her like nervous excited look on her face when she like <laughs> knows she's doing something that might anger me yeah she's um, like oh is the dog gonna catch me yeah just uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that happened monday and basically since monday until like yesterday i haven't had my computer set up because mm. it's in it the, everything's still a disaster she never finished so <laughs> now it's just like literally the only thing in the office is my desk with you know because she was using it to do and by the way what also complicates the situation is she took her desk out fully apart left mine there but then she works from home so she has to use my desk to work from home (laughs) so like and then it's just been a whole shit show like i can go on and on about this but i won't (laughs) that's been my life oh i love it that's great the things I get to hear about, yeah, and not deal with directly. Mm-hmm. Good times, oh, good times, great times. How about you? Uh, nothing that exciting. Less complications, I assume. Oh yes, much less complications. Uh, after my my week hiatus of holidays and World of Warcraft playing, I went back to work on Monday, only to come home Monday night and be told that we're not going back into work for two more weeks. <laughs> That damn coronavirus. So uh, I'm now going to be working from home again for two weeks, at least. That's Who good. knows? Maybe at the end of the two weeks, they'll be like, ah, just, you know what, for the rest of the year. But, all right, well, I'm working from home again, so. Your advantage. Time Makes to, your life easier. Time to just answer a bunch of emails. Answer emails. Emails. Yeah. More emails. At least you don't have to put pants on if you don't want to. That's true. That's true. When we do our conference calls, there is no video. So I usually do still wear pants because it is nice and comfy. Big, some big old bulky sweats on and just lounge. Yeah. 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 Good old. I'm going to get out of the bed, walk about 15 feet, sit down on the computer chair, <laughs> check some emails, go get some breakfast, sit back down, check some emails. What's uh what's the deal on Shadowlands? Any any, any game breaking things? Anything's completely overpowered? Anything? I'm doing a lot of damage. I don't feel like I'm broken though. Okay, so that's good. Uh, no nerf. Because there are, there are other people doing a lot of damage with me, so it's not like well balanced, reasonably yeah. well balanced. So far, so far, okay. I haven't come across anything broken. I'm also not at the top one percent that will start complaining if something is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't PvP, so I have no complaints on the PvP side of things, and I've just been enjoying it. I have a second character up to 60 now. Crazy. <laughs> uh, just because I needed I needed one for professions and things, and my one character was almost done. Mm-hmm. Where's uh, your? Uh, where's everyone else at? Everybody, everybody, has, every, everybody has a 60. Everyone got up to 60. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my one character was almost done getting gear in terms of uh, heroic level things, so he was only going to be doing mythics. Or the raid. Mm-hmm. The raid doesn't. The raid comes out next week, and <clears throat> mythics. I will only go with a group that I know anyway. So if they're not running that, 
or somebody else isn't ready to do those type of things. I was like, I want another character just in case I like finish that one character. And now he's just kind of waiting for those things. You know, I still have my, uh, my gaming chores where I have to log in and do daily things on him, but getting gear isn't a priority anymore. I've gotten the gear that I need to for the time being. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of on a, I needed something else to do in the meantime. So football manager. Yeah. Football manager did start this week. It did start this week. I have taken over Man U. I'm looking at a new match engine, a lot of new UI things. It looks nicer. It looks brighter. Uh, we played one game into our season so far. We got through the entire preseason, and we played one game into the season so far. I drew 2-2. Two, two, so. Anything? Uh, any, I'm trying to think of words. What are words? Who knows? Uh, any big changes to Football Manager that you're concerned about, excited for? Uh, nothing that's gonna like affect anything too much for me. At least not that I've noticed so far. Have need to play more games to to really yeah, check. Yeah, it's still real yeah. early. Still, still figuring it out. Still figuring out a lot of the changes. But uh, but the visual the visual changes and how they represent things mm-hmm. are a nice welcome change. Good. So, yeah, that's where that is, and that's yeah. basically been it. Yeah. So this week, what's your week look like? Are you you're, so raid this week? Raid Wednesday night. Raid Wednesday. Um, Game Awards are this Thursday. week. Thursday, which also means Cyberpunk. Thursday. Yep. Um, I'm sure you're going to probably sneak some football manager in there at some point. When we can. It, yeah. You know, it's it's all, that's on a, we got to line up on our time type of thing. Uh, there will be no football manager Wednesday. There will be no football manager Thursday. Yeah. There might be football manager Friday, but probably not. Mm-hmm. There'll probably be a push to the weekend if we don't play Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, or obviously know. over the weekend. We can play Saturday, Sunday, too. It just all depends. I wanted to play Hades before the game awards. I don't know if that's going to happen. Play some of it. A little bit of it. Yeah. I don't know if I will. I still have it installed just in like a... If just I wanna, in, you know, yeah. Feel in the edge. It's easy to sit down, run through a bunch. and. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I'll finish Assassin's Creed before Cyberpunk. Uh, I, I doubt it. But that's about it. I'm That'd be play. impressive. Yeah, there is something. There was something else, but I can't remember what it was. It'd be, it'd be impressive for you. <clears throat> because our two versions of sit down and get through something are, are very different. Like, I, I think I'd have to double check, but I think my completion time on Watch Dogs was eight hours less than yours. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm fairly. I think. I, I think I'm much farther into assassin i'm yeah i'm much farther in assassin's creed than i was last time we had an update yeah. so yeah. uh i it's not outside the realm of possibility but i think it would basically be me playing like sit down and go and... so yeah i mean i'd probably have to play like four hours a day probably yeah it's probably true so which is still, we'll it's still a lot. It still is a lot. My problem is that, so there's power level in Assassin's Creed. Oh, of course there is. And you need to reach a power level to do certain things. Yeah. The highest power level area I've seen is 350. 350? And I'm at, I'm not 200 yet. So, like, there's a lot of fucking ground I gotta make up there. But. There are ways. What's nice though is you can respec your character. 
Okay. Whenever you want. And there are certain, like, this game clearly favors range combat, like bows. So, like, if you, if I wanted to, like, speed through the game, you switch know. Switch to that. And switch just, that and just one-shot everyone and just be done. Yeah. Rip through areas, but. Huh. Interesting, though. Yeah. I'm still intrigued. Haven't been turned away yet. So, we shall long. see. That's the, the worst thing about this game is just long. I, I. But it's not, like. It's not boring long. It's just it's long. Just, yeah. It's just long. I mean, Origins was the same way. Yeah. Origins wasn't entertaining, but it was long. Mm-hmm. I think there is a, that is a problem at Ubisoft currently. Yeah. Like, oh, we're going to make a big game. But we also made it 175 hours. And people are like, what the fuck? Does nobody stop you at a certain point? And like, <laughs> bring back in. Yeah. Like, games don't have to brag that are 175 hours. And like, Cyberpunk's doing it too. Die, such a big. Stop that. Yeah. You can have a big game, but it shouldn't take me that ridiculously long to get through. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I got. Same. Got nothing else. Well, Arrivederci until post game awards and cyberpunk time, where welcome to guess what the podcast is that week. <laughs> Goodbye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.